0: Congratulations. You have just found the number one health and wellness podcast on the planet. welcome to the Over 50 Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin English. I'm the founder of The Silver Edge, and our mission is to help you build and maintain a lean, healthy body that you love for the rest of your life so that you can show up in the second half of your life as the healthiest, strongest, most vital version of yourself. Today, we have another episode of the Coach's Corner, so no guest, it's just me, and we'll be back, of course, next week with our normal interview format. But today, I want to talk to you guys about the diet phase in your healthy, sustainable weight loss journey. This is part two in a three part series, so last week we talked about the pre diet phase. And side note, if you haven't listened to that episode yet, I'd strongly suggest hitting pause on this one, head back and listen to that one, and then come back to this episode. So that was the last Coach's Corner we did, and it was titled Pre-Diet Hacks for Lasting Weight Loss. So might want to listen to that one before you listen to this one. If not, no biggie. I want this to be a standalone episode, but that would be the sequence that I would listen to this in if it were me. And so this week, I'm going to talk about what we should do in the actual diet phase. And then on next week's Coach's Corner, I'll discuss what we do in the post-diet phase. All right, without further ado, let's get on with today's show. So it's time to start your diet. All right. So if you follow us on social media, I posted this client testimonial that we just received. uh, I think it was on Monday this week. And basically I'm just going to read you what the client testimonial was. This was from Frankie. Uh, She's one of our clients here. And her testimonial reads, quote, OMG, it works. I came to him eating 1,600 calories and wanted to lose 10 pounds. I'm in my cut or diet phase right now, and I'm eating 1,700 calories on a diet. I've lost about six pounds so far, but have changed my body composition so much that I already fit into dresses and jeans I haven't been able to wear for seven years. This is a life-changing experience that I highly recommend, end quote. Frankie, thank you so much for writing that, and what I want to do was give a little context to this testimonial and break down why I think this is such a big deal. I mean, obviously she says, Hey, this is life-changing and I highly recommend. Well, from a business perspective, that's pretty good, right? That's a pretty good client testimonial, but I want to talk about this client testimonial to help lay the groundwork for what we're talking about here. When we talk about pre-diet phase and talk about diet phase. So Frankie 61 years old. She came into this program about six months ago and really her goals were to lose 10 pounds. She wanted to, Feel better. She wanted to have more energy. And let's face it, she wanted to look better. But like so many of us, she was frustrated with this kind of common narrative that we all hear hear that it's just, it's all downhill from here. And that weight gain and not feeling energetic and full of ourselves is just sort of the norm as we get older. So, the first point I want to make about this, if we think about what I just said, Frankie came into our program six months ago, and so far she's lost six pounds. Six pounds, as in six measly pounds in six long months. So I pose the question in what universe is that spectacular? Why on earth would I use this as a quote unquote client testimonial? Stick with me because this is where it gets fun. So The first thing we do with all new clients, and you guys might remember this from last week, is we ask them to weigh, measure, and track everything they eat and drink for a week. We specifically ask them not to change anything about their eating behaviors because what we want to get is an honest assessment of how much and what they're currently eating as a baseline, right? Before we make any recommendations, we just want to take a look under the hood and see what's going on. So we found that Frankie was eating on average about 1600 calories a day, which actually isn't bad from a metabolic health perspective. We have ladies coming into our program all the time that are under eating, say 1200 calories a day. And I'm talking to you ladies and guys that are in programs like Weight Watchers, Optavia, things like that, which just basically put you into low calories and keep you there. Anyway, the first things we asked Frankie to focus on were to increase her protein, to weight train for, about well, 45 minutes, three times a week, and to increase her daily calories. So, yep, we reverse dieted her from 1,600 daily calories to 2,300 calories a day over a seven-week period. And guess what happened? She gained weight. So, to recap, <laughs> Frankie paid us not an inconsiderable amount of money to help her lose weight. And two months into our program, she gained two pounds. But here's the cool part. Frankie didn't gain two pounds of fat. She gained two pounds of muscle. Now, look, I realize I'm getting a little long winded here with this explanation. So let's just cut right to the punchline. Frankie is currently in a diet phase. But get this. She's eating more right now in her diet phase than she was when she came into the program. And that's a big deal. And by taking the time to do that pre-diet phase to optimize her metabolism before going on a diet, she's actually eating more food than when she started our program and she is losing weight. But this gets even better. Let's say conservatively that Frankie lost six pounds of fat, but I'd be willing to wager a lot of money that she's also put on six pounds of muscle during the same time period. And that is game-changing. That's why she looks better. That's why she feels better. And certainly she's gotten a good bit stronger. And that's why she's able to fit into clothes she hasn't been able to wear in seven years. And here's the best part. When Frankie hits her ideal body composition, and she's really close, by the way, she'll be eating about 2,300 calories a day. In other words, her new maintenance calories will be roughly 700 calories more than when she started. And that good people is how you sustainably lose weight and keep it off for the rest of your life. So yeah, losing six pounds on the scale in six months might not seem that impressive, but realize that the scale only tells a tiny fraction of the story. You guys can do the math. Let's just say conservatively that she didn't put on six pounds of muscle. Let's just say she added three pounds of muscle. How much fat has she lost then to be six pounds down on the scale? Okay, so I wanted to use that client testimonial and a little bit of that backstory to kind of set the stage here for the importance of that pre-diet phase. So let's just recap what we talked about last week when we talked about that pre-diet phase. The goal of the pre-diet phase is to basically optimize your metabolism, to get you healthy enough to start a fat loss phase, to get you healthy enough to lose fat quickly and to lose fat and to not lose muscle. We want to gain muscle and lose fat, especially for those of us over 50. So basically in that pre-diet phase, we wanted to establish a baseline. Remember we said everybody should know how many calories a day you're averaging. And we said, Hey, the best way to do that is to weigh, measure, and track everything you eat and drink for a week. So you have a baseline. Are you eating 1200 calories? Are you eating 2200 calories, are you eating 3,200 calories. Cause those are three very different metabolic starting points. The second tip we said in that pre-diet phase was to don't diet and maybe even reverse diet, depending where you fall again on your uh, your baseline average calories. The third thing we said was, hey, we want you to prioritize protein, you guys, it probably sound like a broken record, but we always recommend for our over 50 folks to aim for a minimum of 0.7 grams of protein per pound of ideal body weight. And really that sweet spot is going to be closer to one gram of protein per pound of ideal body weight, but somewhere certainly within that. The fourth thing that we wanted to emphasize in that pre-diet phase was the importance of strength training. We're not trying to make you look like She-Hulk or like Arnold Schwarzenegger. We're spending, again, 30 minutes to 60 minutes, three times a week, maybe, of appropriately professionally designed resistance training or weight training, strength training. And then the last thing we talked about in that pre-phase was we want to optimize our sleep and our response to stress. So that's just a little recap of what we talked about last week. And then where we left off, we said, Hey, now what? We've done this metabolic restoration, this metabolic optimization phase. We've spent maybe a uh, six weeks, eight weeks for some of you. It's going to be a little bit longer if you're a metabolic train wreck, but we spend this time building up the metabolism and Frankie's uh, example. Remember she went from, what was it, 1600 calories to I think 2300 calories. And then we want to. St- stay in that maintenance mode for about a month for 4 weeks or so. And what we're doing is we're allowing that metabolism to settle into this new baseline. In other words, when we got Frankie in her example to 2300 calories a day, we kept her there for about a month. And what we we're trying to do is let her metabolism to really settle into this new maintenance calories. So, in other words, her maintenance calories were 1600 calories. So, she was eating 1,600 calories. She wasn't gaining weight. She wasn't losing weight. That was just her weight. Now she's at 2,300 calories. She's neither gaining weight nor losing weight. And that's what we really want. That gives us room to diet. She's now healthy enough and ready to start a fat loss phase. So let's talk about the fat loss phase, what we do in a fat loss phase or AKA a diet. Here's what we're really interested in in this phase. Of course, we want to cut calories. We have to consume fewer calories than we burn in order to lose weight. That's just a physiological fact that we can't get around. We are resetting our intention where in that pre-diet phase, we're really focused on building strength. We're really focused on optimizing the metabolism. Here, we're really focused solely on losing fat, but we also want to maintain the, that precious type two muscle, that metabolically expensive muscle that we built in that pre-phase. So we want to continue our strength training and we want to continue eating that high protein diet. So first things first, How many calories do we cut in this diet phase? A general rule of thumb is that we want to cut about 20 to 25% of our total calories. So if you think back to Frankie's case, when she finished her phase one, she was at 2,300 calories. And if we dropped her about 450 to 500 calories, that would be an appropriate place for her to start her diet. So that's what we did. We took her from 2300 down to 1700, which again, keep in mind, that's more food than she was eating when she started the program. And that's where she started to lose her weight. So that's when we talk about starting a diet, that's a really good rule of thumb. You want to drop about 20 to 25% of your current calories and really, that 500 calorie a day deficit, you see that thrown around quite often. You'll see dietitians, nutrition coaches, other people talk about, well, you need to cut 500 calories a, a day, and that should get you about a pound of, of weight loss per week. And that comes from a theoretical number of calories. If you were to go into a 3,500 calorie reduction each week, theoretically, you'd lose a pound of weight each week. And now, of course, that works in theory. Not so much in real life, so that, but it's a good baseline, right? So if you cut about 500 calories, you, and you maintain that for several weeks, you should expect somewhere in the neighborhood of about a pound a week weight loss. Now you can see why we want to really bring up our calories in that pre-phase before we start a diet. If you're a guy and you're eating, let's say 1800 calories, and you're going to drop four or 500 calories, that's not very much food for a guy. Likewise, if you're a lady and you're currently eating, say, 1200 calories and you're going to drop 500, <laughs> you want to drop 500 calories so you can lose a pound of, a, a, a pound a week. That's not a very, that's not a sustainable place. That's an unhealthy place to be. So going back to that preface, why it is so critical. Okay. Now, now we know how much we're going to cut. We're going to cut 20 to 25% Of our calories. So now we're in our diet phase. We've cut 20 to 25% of our maintenance calories and we're not messing around. We don't want to spend a lot of time here. We want to get in and out of this. Let's face it. Dieting sucks. Nobody likes it. So we want to make the most of our time here. We want to be as efficient and effective as possible. Keep in mind that we have a new intention. Our intention here is solely fat loss. We don't want weight loss necessarily because we desperately want to hang on to that type two muscle that we built during that first phase. So keep in mind, remember we talked about there's type one, type two muscle. The type two muscles that we, is what we build when we specifically, when we weight train, we don't build that when we're doing cardio. In fact, we tear it down when we do excessive cardio or only cardio as our exercise. But we want that type two muscle because remember it is calorically expensive. We have to spend more energy just, and by energy, I mean, burn more calories just to maintain that muscle on our frame. So when we're in a diet, your body from an evolutionary perspective would love nothing more than to get rid of some of that, that extra muscle. So in order to stop that from happening and get our body to burn that fat instead, we want to make sure that we are continuing that strength training. In other words, we want to send a loud muscle preserving signal. Now, some of you folks who are newer lifters, so you're new to weight training, you're in a very, very sweet spot here. You may actually experience simultaneous fat loss and muscle gaining during this period. And this is known as body recomp, body recomposition. And now look, there are PhDs who argue back and forth over whether body recomp, whether you can really lose fat and build muscle simultaneously. But here's something that everybody agrees on body recomp is absolutely real when you're a beginner. So if you're a newer lifter, new to this whole idea of optimizing your metabolism and then going on a, a, a diet phase and really focusing on the strength, know that while you're in your diet phase, you may actually be building a little bit of muscle. Now, as you get more experienced in lifting weights, then it's going to become very important to focus on one of those goals and then the other. So in other words, you focus on just muscle building, knowing that a little bit of fat's going to Creep on. We're not going to. We're not going to gain one hundred percent muscle and zero fat when we're in that metabolic optimization or that strength building phase. And same when we go into a diet, we're not going to burn one hundred percent fat and zero muscle. But we really, really want to minimize the amount of muscle that we lose, and we really want to maximize the amount of fat that we're burning. Makes sense. All right, so we've optimized our metabolism, we've gotten strong, we're eating plenty of food, we go on this diet. And during this diet, we're going to continue to lift weights, we're going to continue to Uh, keep the protein high. So remember, we're talking about 0.7 to one gram of protein per pound of ideal body weight. And as you drop those calories, we want those calories to come from carbs and fats and not from protein. So we want to keep that protein high. That's important for several reasons. As you probably are starting to understand, that protein is going to be critical for maintaining that type two muscle But the other thing is when you're in a diet, far and away the most satiating of the macronutrients, remember your macronutrients are protein, carbs, and fats. Protein's far and away the most satiating of those macronutrients. When you're eating a high protein diet during a diet phase, you're going to feel full longer. It's going to make it a little less odious. So keep that in mind. That brings up the question, when are you done dieting? How do you know when you're done? So as a general rule, we like to keep our clients in a short but effective window of dieting. Really, that, that looks like four to six weeks. Now, of course, that's different for everybody, but as a general rule, about four to six weeks of dieting. So here's what's going to happen. You're going to slash your calories. You're going to lose some weight. How much weight? probably a pound, maybe a little more a week. if you're building muscle still, your weight loss on the scale may not show that rapid weight loss. But if you're using a tape measure, say around your waist, you may see that the waist is shrinking. You may be building in other areas uh, where you're putting on some more muscle. But what's going to happen is you're going to lose some weight the first week. You're going to lose some weight the second week. You're going to lose a little more the third week. And about the fourth week or so, all of a sudden that, that weight loss is going to get a little slower and eventually it's going to plateau. So what's happened? Why aren't you still losing weight four weeks into this diet? Your metabolism, and you probably see this coming, your metabolism has just met you where you are. It's starting to slow down. Your body is very, very efficient. It's very good at being efficient. Your metabolism doesn't know that you're on a, just a temporary diet to lose a little bit of body fat. It's perceiving this food scarcity, this less energy coming in and still this great demand going out. You're still lifting weights and it's saying, Hey, 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 let's rearrange things to accommodate these new sets of circumstances, basically eating less food and still working rather hard. So know that your weight loss is going to plateau. Know that that's normal. Now from here, let's say you're four weeks in and you, your weight loss, really, you just stopped losing weight. You have a couple of options here. Number one is you could take another cut. In other words, you could drop another 20% of your calories and try and eke out a little bit more, or you could do what we're going to talk about next week. You could start your reverse diet back to that new maintenance again. So... Which one of those you choose, of course, is very, very individual, and it's going to depend on a couple things. Number one is it's going to depend on how well you did in that pre-phase. So let's take Frankie's example from our testimonial here. We got her to 2,300 calories before we put her in a cut. Now, if she'd have been game for this, we could have taken her to 2,500, 2,600, 2,700 calories. That's not outrageous for a woman her size and for her energy expenditure. And from there, we would have had room to take two, maybe three cuts, right? So it really depends on how far you get in that pre-phase. It depends on how optimized you get your metabolism. If you're eating a ton of food before you start your cut, then you're in a really good place to drop calories. Now, just for perspective, I am six foot two. I weigh about 203 pounds right now. My maintenance calories are about 3,600 calories. So yep. I eat 36, I actually, right now I'm eating a little, just over 3,600 calories a day. I'm trying to add a little bit of muscle. Uh, and that's another story altogether. it has been a pretty slow process here, but just keep that in mind. When I go to shed a little fat, when I move into a diet phase, I've got all kinds of room to move. I can go from 3600 calories. I can drop all the way down. Let's say I start my cut at 3000 calories. I spend three, four weeks there and maybe I drop three, four pounds and then I can cut again. You know, I could, I could drop down to 25, 24, 2300 calories and spend another three, four weeks there before I start my reverse. I've got plenty of room to play around with reducing my calories. But now if my maintenance calories were say 2,400 calories right now, and I dropped down to maybe 1,700, 1,600 calories, took an aggressive cut, I really don't have a lot of room to move. I don't, I mean, I'm a, like I said, six foot two, 203 pound dude. I don't want to be eating 1,100 calories. That's, that sucks. That'd be miserable. And I'd be just digging a giant deep metabolic hole that I just have to spend a really long time digging my way out of. So hopefully that helps put things into perspective, but what I advise for most of you, and this is what we do for our clients typically, again, is that four to six weeks, get in, get out. And again, nobody wants to be in a diet all the time. You certainly don't perpetually want a diet. That would be a miserable existence before you start to turn around. And we're just spoiler alert, next week, we're going to talk about how to reverse diet, get back to that new maintenance without gaining any fat. So there you go. That's my advice on the diet. Remember, we're going to, just to recap, we want to cut. 20 25% of our maintenance calories. You can spend four to six weeks, and really, you're looking for that weight loss plateau is going to be your main cue that it's time to get out of your diet. But there are some other rules of thumb. There's hunger cues. If you're hangry all the damn time, you're just tired of not eating much food maybe it's time to consider getting out of your diet. And it's definitely time to get out of the diet, out of that fat loss phase. When you start to see your mood, your energy, your sleep and your libido all declining, that's a red flag. And that means it's time to, again, to start to switch your focus from fat loss more to, again, rebuilding and optimizing your metabolism. And I wanna finish with this. Keep in mind that if you lose a pound of fat, And you gain a pound of muscle, you are winning. The scale on the weight hasn't changed. Clearly, if you lose a pound of fat and you gain a pound of muscle, nothing's happened on the scale, but some wonderful things are happening and you are winning. Basically, you're going to see some body composition change, even from one pound. And we can make this even more extreme and say, what if you gained five pounds of muscle? and you lost five pounds of fat. You would look completely different. People that hadn't seen you in a while would comment, holy moly, how much weight have you lost? You would feel better. You would be stronger. You would have more energy. You would have an increased libido. Everything gets better when we add that muscle mass. So keep in mind that muscle is, in fact, the organ of longevity. It is the organ of health, especially for those of us over 50. All right. So that's what I've got for you today is the diet phase should be pretty simple, right? I didn't, I, guess I didn't need to ramble on and on and on with this. I could have done this a lot quicker and just said, hey, slash them, slash your calories 20, 25% and uh, stick there for four, six weeks and you'll be fine. But there you go. There's my thoughts on the diet phase. Next week, we are going to talk about what do we do now that our diet is over? And just a little preview here, a little spoiler alert, what most people do when they finish a diet is go, oh, thank God that horrible ordeal is over with, and they go back to what they were doing before. We all know where that leads. You, I'm talking to you, whoever you are listening to this, you know exactly what happens then because you've done it. You've probably done it several times in your life. You may be doing it right now, in fact. Um, We're really, really good at losing weight. We're really good at going on diets. We suck. At long-term sustainable weight loss and body composition. When I say weight loss, now you probably get a pretty good idea. I'm talking about fat loss. So we're going to talk about what do we do at the end of a diet to make sure that we maintain this fat loss for the rest of our life. So I'll see you right here next week. And we'll talk about that post diet strategy. Okay. That's our show for today, folks. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I want to let you know that we have other free resources over at silveredgefree.com. There you'll find our free guides with our top tips on nutrition, exercise, and healthy lifestyle to assist you in your weight loss and fitness journey. So feel free to head over there and download anything that looks useful to you. I'll put links to everything we talked about in the show notes, and you can find those over at silveredgefitness.com slash 237. As we wrap up our time together today, you can show your support for this show in two important ways. One is to tell a friend about this podcast and encourage them to give it a listen. The second is for you YouTube folks to click the like and subscribe buttons. And for you podcast folks to please give this podcast a five-star review on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on, and be sure to subscribe and follow so you don't miss any future episodes. I really appreciate you spending your time with me today. And until next time, stay strong.